You're listening to the Marginally Geeky Show, the Epically Geeky Book Club. Greetings. Welcome to the Marginally Geeky Show. I'm your host for the evening, Eugene Stevens. Tonight, I'm joined by Chris and Sean. How are y'all doing? Any better, I'd be illegal. (laughs) Good deal. Um, tonight's uh, book, we are yeah. Tonight's book uh, we are reading is New Spring by Robert Jordan. This is the prequel book for the uh, Wheel of Time series. Uh, that's like seventeen books in that series. It's a it's a long one. Yeah, fourteen. Yeah, uh, fourteen seven. Yeah, it's it's definitely up there. Um, this is also the last book in the. I guess round to call, to call it where we were all picking uh, our, you know, books to read. Mm-hmm. And uh, this was your pick, right? Uh, Chris. Yep. This was mine. So why did you pick this book? So I had been, cause uh, the wheel of time has a series on, is it Amazon? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Amazon. And it looked very fantastical and magical and stuff. And then I started hearing how shit it was. And I started looking more into it and be like, okay, we don't have Amazon prime, so I can't, watch it but um i just wanted to know more about it about why fans had such a hard time with it and what the big mm-hmm. deal was and then i realized that the first was it like two books or several books are like a thousand pages and i'm like that's a little much that's too intimidating i don't want to start with that so when i found the prequel to the wheel of time and it was was it like 400 and something pages i'm like that's very doable let's just see if i even like what's going on the world that he's created. Mm-hmm. Um, That's why you picked the prequel. I was wondering yeah. about that. <laughs> yeah, because there's no, and I wouldn't been able to finish uh, the first book in a month anyway. There's no way. I, it took me a month to read this one, almost a month. So, because mm-hmm. um, I only read it at night. But yeah, I just wanted to see because it's a, is a over a dozen book commitment. Am I in for this? Am I gonna, am I gonna like it? So I just wanted to see, and it is, and I knew he'd passed away before the series um had finished so um and i checked and it was this was 2004 at least the book i have the copyright the prequel was done 2004 that's between like the sixth and seventh novel yes it was before he passed away because he passed away in 2007 so between the sixth and seventh book he (laughs) writes the prequel series or the prequel book and then continues on with the main. One, two, three, four, hmm. five, six, yeah. seven. So, you know, before. Sorry, you... between the 10th and the 11th novel. Okay. <laughs> oh. Jeez. Yeah. Still, Only, man, that's... Eh? Like, jeez. Yeah. What a, what a lazy jerk. <laughs> <laughs> Only the 10th and 11th book. <laughs> I wish. Well, let's get into it. Uh, Chris, um, I'll start with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, initial impressions um so i have started to read since i started reading um uh talison by stephen lougheed um I, i've kind of discovered i like high fantasy books okay read lord of the rings and really like that and then so this is the the next sort of high fantasy thing that i'm reading and um yeah i just wanted to see because it's popular the series has been out forever it's a you know, pretty loyal fan base, and the, and honestly, it was such a why the backlash to the show, and I wanted to know why, and I wanted to see if I would like it, like the world he uh-huh. created. 
Two thumbs up. Oh, good. So, good. Uh, so far, so good. Sean, what about you? Um, so I've been a series of Wheel of Time since uh, I think when I started reading it, he was on about the third novel. Oh, so wow. I've been reading this since the early 90s. Wow. Okay. So I'm one of the people that was so looking forward to the series mm. on Amazon, and then they just destroyed some of the material mm-hmm. and tried upping it into like Game of Thrones, and it's not that type kind of thing. And so, yeah, I watched the series, and I hated it. So... I'll keep watching it just because I want to see what else they're going to do to it. But uh, mm-hmm. if they if they run it again. Um, but as for this particular novel, um, I didn't really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. It didn't bring a lot to the overall series. Um, if okay. you if you read like from his first novel, not the prequel. And I think you'll really like the first novel, Chris. Okay. Um, even though it's long, it it has a lot of good story. It, it, the pace is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but the prequel itself, if you were a fan of the Wheel of the Time series, it didn't bring a whole lot. And actually, it kind of muddied the waters a little bit. Oh, okay. Um, I found the timing because in the novels, they really it it's almost as if Moraine is older, and especially Swan Sanchez, the for what she becomes. So to have this prequel novel start only 20 years before this, like the actual series started, it didn't seem like enough time. Like they were in the white tower, they were still initiates kind of thing. And it's like, but by the time you see them in the other novels, you figured they'd be like a hundred years old by then kind of thing. So it really kind of, it, yeah, it's only like 19 years or whatever. Okay. Actually, in the novels, it's, I don't think it's even that much. So it really kind of screwed up some timelines that you kind of had set up in your head. Um, and the really the story itself was meh, <laughs> especially compared to like the rest of the novels. Like you could tell he like I think this was his vacation year, so he was like, oh, I got to put something out. Here we go. I'll just do this. <laughs> so that's my thoughts anyway. Um, I had forgotten this was a prequel to the Wheel of Time series. Um, and I really don't know, even though there, there you know, there, there's a, the series on, on Amazon and I have seen it. I have seen some of the commercials and stuff for it. I didn't know how much high fantasy it was. So I was, I didn't know exactly where to kind of set my expectations. Um, cause, and when I say, when I say that, it's like, okay, well, they talk of magic. Well, is it like real magic? Is it like being able to summon stuff? Or are we talking like, oh no, I can kind of whisper to the trees or, you know, that, you know what I'm saying? Like kind of on the bar of where, where it lays. I didn't know where it laid like that. And I started listening to this book and I literally, after several hours, had to stop and go find the Wikipedia page on it and read it and just like, what the hell is going on? Cause uh-huh. I had no clue what. I had no clue what was going on. I think part of the other problem was my work is extremely busy right now. Now, granted, I had plenty, I have plenty of time to listen to audiobooks and stuff. Um, 
but I, I it was demanding my attention at least for the 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 initial setup so much that I was like I slowed it down. I was like, all right, well, let me slow this down a little bit. Make sure I'm not skipping over you know important stuff or whatever. But yeah, I was just like, and then uh, we we actually accidentally kind of started talking about this before the show. Um, the uh, like a lot of high fantasy, the names are not spelt the way you would necessarily think they're going to be pronounced. Um, glossary at the beginning about how he he would prefer you pronounce. Like the the letters that he puts together, how it's actually supposed to be the sound it's supposed to make. Mm-hmm. Because I'll just I just made up crap in my head and I knew it was wrong. If they never make a movie out of it, then it's always gonna be right. It's in your head. Who cares? <laughs> well, I know, but it's just it's, you know, you wanna you wanna honor the way he he thought it should be put. Yeah, he could have spelled it phonetically. Well, and that's the thing. Like you're gonna you're gonna throw in these weird Typical high fantasy names. You better be yeah. prepared for people to mispronounce them. And okay, and so like one of the ones, literally the first ones out of our mouth. Okay, Moraine. Moraine's pretty much spelled like I can see how you can yeah, get Moraine, Moraine out of that. Okay, pretty straightforward. Yeah, it's got a it's got a couple of extra letters in there, but yeah. it's not too bad. No. Uh, but one of the characters' name is Swan, and it's literally spelled S I U A N, and it's like what. <laughs> I I have it in my head that it's Sue Ann. Sue Ann, and that's, that's a lovely name. Sue I'll Ann. be honestly, I'll be honest with you. If I had read the book, I would have probably done the exact same thing. Where we looked at and been like, Sue Ann. All right, Sue Ann, yeah. cool. That that's who you are. So <laughs> that's your name now. <laughs> yeah. Um. But anyway, so I I kind of stopped and and like I said, did a little background reading on it so I could have a little better idea what the hell was going on because I honestly had no clue what was going on. <laughs> and then uh, started back up. Um. It didn't grab me, and I'm mm-hmm. a, a little interested now in what you were saying, Sean, because if it's if the rest of the series is 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 much better than this, then I might be willing to give it a shot. But if this is par for the course for the series, no. I think I'm a pass on it. So it's um you could probably get away with even just reading the first novel because mm-hmm. it's. It's not fully self-contained because it does lead to other ones, but it's a good enough story that it could be one on its own. And it gives you a really good, uh, well, it's one of the better ones written, but it's, uh, it'll give you a good breadth of what the other novels are going to be. Now, just a heads up, like this is such a huge series and you're going to lose track of characters. There's going to be some of the main characters aren't even in certain novels because mm-hmm. they just are focusing on others so mm-hmm. much. Yeah. Um, there's some slow novels, like entire books that are like, Oh, <laughs> but uh, you can't skip them because the characters they introduce are important later on, that kind of thing. But mm-hmm. this particular one, like, and I came at it cause I already, I had read the entire series. I knew even after the first book, I knew where this book had to go. Like I knew mm-hmm. the ending and mm-hmm. which kind of took away a little bit of, I guess the series, but I, it, it would be totally different. If you, like for you that has never read the series. I didn't know anything about it. Just yeah. like Amazon had turned it into a show and people hated it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
if you hadn't read the series, then you'd probably like you haven't read the first book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, watch the series because it it'll actually be pretty good. Okay. Because you don't have any preconceptions because you don't know the characters or anything that they're referring yeah. to. Um, but after you read the book, or if you really enjoy the book or whatever, mm-hmm. going back to the television series is like, oh, what did they do? <laughs> Why are they doing this? And then it just yeah. seems like they just had too many fingers in the pot. And, mm-hmm. oh, we should do this for this, like, e- equality. And we have to, like, have it's full of like gender and like racial and like they're trying to bring everyone to equality. Well, mm-hmm. this is written in the nineties kind of thing like this. It was a very, like it was very male specific, but all the guys to die, they're all female kind of thing. Like they're like super powerful in this world. That should have been enough. But in the television series, they're like, uh, it, I, uh, anyway, I'm not going to get into it. If you're going to go into this series, if you haven't read the series yet, watch the TV show first. Okay. It's only like eight episodes or something like that. It's like not a huge amount of time. Uh-huh. And then read the novels. Yeah. Because that's say, a huge amount of time. <laughs> yeah. It's very intimidating. So I will say um, it took me. I didn't really start get, I'm like, okay, this is going somewhere because there's 14 fucking books after this. So I have to, I have to know. And it was really slow going. It was, I, oh, there's so many times where I'm just like, Maureen, just, just, just shut up. Just yeah. Yes. Yes. Stop talking, honey. Nobody, nobody cares. And it wasn't until when her and Lan actually met up well, in my well, mind that it actually started that's where the story started for me. Uh-huh. And that's I, pretty well. They ended it almost. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like it took yeah. me that far. And then I'm like, Oh, they meant, Oh, okay. All right. And then I like the ending. Cause I'm yeah. like, okay, well now I want to read more. Yeah. By the time like Marine and land come in early in the first novel, cause they're main characters, but they're, well, land hasn't changed much from this set of novels. He's always like the tall stoic yeah. kind of guy. He's like that throughout the whole series. But Moraine changes quite a bit. And that's, I think that was what really threw me. It was mm-hmm. like, yeah, we're seeing her like so young and like, oh, she's a teenager kind of thing. And her thoughts are stupid and all that. But where you <laughs> see her in the, the actual Wheel of Time series, she's like a Gandalf character. Oh, like, okay. Like, wow. How the hell did you go from there wow. to like in like 16, 17 years? No, this doesn't okay. make sense. Oh, all right. So, yeah. Because wow. I no, didn't like man. her. I didn't like her. I found her really annoying. Yeah. Yeah, um, she, you, you do. But then in later on in the, the, the series, the actual series, yeah, she's a totally different character. Because I wanted huh. more from Lance's point of view. I wanted more um, of what the uh the Malkiri. I wanted more of that um that story and his story um and I I think I would have liked it more if and I it's not that I say I didn't like it again this was just to see if I even liked what he had yeah like the world he created um but that one scene at the beginning where they're talking about going to okay how do you pronounce the is it uh, I call them the ale and I know that's not right I ale Aiel. Okay. Yeah. So the Aiel. And so you got that scene about um, him describing, you know, the anvil and the hammer. 
uh, war tactic and stuff. And then you don't hear from him for another two thirds of the book at all. It's all just Moraine's point of view. And I mm -hmm. found that a little bit much. I would have rather back and forth a little bit more. You listen to what was up to. You listen to it, right, Sean? Yeah. Oh, I've uh, read so, it too. Okay. So I've read and listened to all of them. Yeah. Okay. Um, one of the interesting things they did with the audiobook is uh, they had two readers. So yeah. oh, when, okay. when the was story nice. was primarily from his point of view, it was a male reader. When it was primarily from her view, it was a female reader. Oh, that's interesting. Um, which was fine. It's just, I mean, granted, they're reading the same material, but the way that they did the inflection of the voices was kind of, yeah. Weird, like she would read Lan as being, I don't know, like he was definitely, when the male voice was reading, it was definitely more like, like you said, stoic. It was very, it was very much like that. But when the female was reading it, it was like, almost like, I don't want to say jerk, like flighty, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It, it just, it, it kind of, it was like, maybe y'all should have, of course, ideally would have been to have, a male reader read all the male characters and a female read all the females. That would have been ideal, yeah. but maybe they should have at least got them in the room together to kind of discuss like, all right, well, how are you going to read this voice? Yeah. How are you going to read this voice? But I'm so pretty sure I'd have to check, but I'm pretty sure they read the entire series, like all the wheel of really? time books. Yeah. And it, it's similar to this. I'm pretty sure anyway, it's been a little while. Okay. That'd be interesting to look into. So, well, one of the reasons I had to stop and, and once again, so like I said, I had to stop and, and kind of do a little research because they start talking about um, it's the book picks up. It's literally right after this war mm -hmm. and the way that they're describing the enemy. I'm like, are these magical beings? Are these monsters? Are these or are they just like really hyping up these human beings? Oh, the so, ale? The yeah. Eye? Yeah. And I was like, I wasn't sure the way they were talking about them. So like I said, I didn't know where on on the meter. I'm like, you know, are these like are these orc like people? Are they just like really bad dudes or or what? Um, are they actual monster monsters? But anyway, uh, so that like I said, that kind of threw me. And then you know we have this initial talk about you know the war is over and and you know there's there's bad things to come or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then it just like all of a sudden like smash cut. And now we have these two young ladies and they're like, oh, yes, now we're we're going to be trained soon. And, and I'm just like, OK, this is kind of jarring. Um, and, and, and it's the characters that we've been referring to. It's Moraine and Swain, which, by the way, I'm like, did he really mean to make them, you know, rhyme? But whatever. <laughs> um, they're accepted mm -hmm. and um, they're told that uh, they're, they're part of. Make sure I can get all this. They're part of the White Tower. They're accepted. So basically, they're about to become sorceresses, uh, which are referred to as the Aes Sedai. Um, and at first, they're told, okay, uh, we're, we want you to go out and start collecting all the names for all of the children that were born between this time period and this time period because we're looking for um, essentially um, – the rebirth of the dragonborn the dragonborn now is dragon reborn the dragon yes. reborn yes okay so here's my question it, it, it sounds like 
and I was still kind of confused on this because, like I said, this book kind of went around. Um, <laughs> so is the Dragonborn supposed to be good or bad? Or... Yeah, they never really clarified that. It was just depended on how you looked at the prophecy, like however you looked at it. And see, that's what confused me. I'm like, so that... is this Jesus coming back or Satan? Like, <laughs> uh, it's... it's supposed to break the wheel, isn't it? So. <laughs> Man, I I want to explain this, but I don't want to. If you actually want to read the series, I don't want to give too too much away. But basically, um, there's the dark one, okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's that's the supreme evil okay. kind of dude, uh, Sauron kind of black guy. Anyway, he was imprisoned, um, but his imprisonment was what tainted the male half of the one power mm-hmm. so that's why only females can be Aes Sedai yeah. any male that gets the power is tainted and eventually drives them insane Yeah. now the seals are all breaking on the prison of the dark one uh-huh. so it's been prophesied that the dragon reborn who, who was originally another person it's basically his soul being reborn into a new body, reborn, and he needs to be at the last battle, and that's basically where the wheel starts up again. Now, him being there, the prophecy, it doesn't say if he will stop the Dark One or help him, mm-hmm. but he has to be there. So, and that's why everyone fears him so much. Okay. Because they aren't sure. Okay, this could be the end of times here. We don't we don't know, but he needs to be there. Yeah. So there's like groups of people like, no, we don't want him there. We'll just take our chances and let the dark one roam kind of thing, and or don't believe in him. But they're very sure that either way, with the dragon being reborn, the world's going to be like destroyed, total disaster kind of thing. So that's why so many people fear him and that kind of thing. Anyway, so in this book, you you saw the the prophecy was created, okay, by the the second in command of the Aes Sedai, and the mm-hmm. prophecy was so jarring it killed her. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the only two there were Moraine and Swan Sanchez that actually saw it. So then, like, without giving too much of the novel away, but you can. There's Black Aja now that are trying to suppress it, and they want to find the Dragon Reborn because they're in league with a Dark One. They're figuring if we help out him, like, and at this point they've pledged their souls to them, basically. So if we help, we're gonna live forever. That's mm. the kind of thing. So they're like trying to silence anyone that might know about the Dragon Reborn, and that's what this novel is basically about it was introducing a lot of concepts that for anyone that actually read the series like knew all this stuff and it's like not a big deal but it's i think he was just trying to give like a little bit more backstory Mm -hmm. to some of the stuff but like for it's more backstory for someone that's already read the series someone that hadn't read the series yeah, there, there's going to be a lot of holes there, a lot of questions for you that, like, okay, well, what does this mean? Like, is this important? Is this not important kind of thing? So, 
yeah, I can see where that'd be a pain in the ass. This prequel really wasn't a great book to start <laughs> with. Oh, well. I, just, I felt like the, the you know, thousand pages might be a bit much for a month but Long. it was a thousand times better than this book. <laughs> well, I don't doubt that. I'm just trying to think logistics in terms of the speed people read at. I don't listen to things at double speed. I can't. I don't know how. Even, uh, yeah, like even and I don't read the audiobooks fast. for these ones are long. Yeah, and I can't read very fast. Like, I don't read very fast either. So yeah. that would just, I wouldn't be able to read anything else for probably like three months it would just be that book. That one book. Yeah, that'd be that'd be a little tough. This is um, an epic series. I yes. would totally recommend it if you want to get into it. But uh, yeah, it set aside some time, that kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but um, I definitely will be I'll definitely be getting the, the first book for sure. After reading this, I will. I've got them all, Chris, if you want to borrow them. No, no, I will keep them. <laughs> about boring. I want a library in my house. So All right. Give well, they, they do back. look good in a library, so there you go. Okay. Well, I'm going to start collecting them. <laughs> okay. Um. So they become they they get tested because apparently they need as many I said I on board as they can get uh, mm-hmm. to go look for this dragon reborn. Uh, they both get tested, and the test is interesting. Yeah. Um, Didn't and then that part. Yeah, it was it was okay. I thought um, yeah, it was fine. Mm. But so they both, and then they choose which. Um, what are the different? Uh, what are they called? Colors. Um, Ajas. Ajas. Yes, they they choose which color Aja they're going to become. Um, and uh, and then like you said later on, there's there's rumors that are, is there a black Aja? Is there yeah. one working against all of us? So, um, but let's see here. So uh, and then several people are killed. There are several. Uh, there's uh, uh, um, an incident, and several people are killed. And then Moraine is basically told um, that she needs to stay back and become the new queen, essentially. And she's not having it. And she's like, "I'm cool, sure. Why that 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 works? That's great. I'm just gonna step over here for a minute." <laughs> and then basically runs off. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it switches over, and we. I can't remember if we'd already been introduced to Lane at this point, but then we yeah. were really introduced to Lane at this point. Um, mm-hmm. And he's a soldier, but he's actually meant to become a king. Um, a king of a fallen kingdom is the problem. Um, and that's kind of the problem is a lot of people are like, you know, I know you're technically supposed to head up this former country, but, you know, that may not sit too well uh, depending on who you're talking to. So you might want to, you know, hold off on that. Um, let's see here. Uh, black on Okay. Uh, so anyway, so the, they get together when, when they, when they meet up, they're on the road. Um, him and a group of couple, a couple other uh, soldiers and her are on the road. Um, they don't know a hundred percent that she's a, um, ice die. Yeah. But they, they're pretty sure. Yeah. At least, there's a lot of stuff that kind of is like, oh, I think this is the case. Um, and we have some some kind of this is when we first kind of see their interactions together. So let me ask you this, Sean, in the further books, um, are they as catty with each other? 
Uh, no. Okay. Uh, there's always kind of a. It almost seems like there's always like an inside joke mm-hmm. kind of thing between them. But basically, at the end of the book, when Maureen asks Land to like it explains everything to Land mm-hmm. and then asks him to be her warder kind of thing and how serious he is at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, knowing what's going on. That's him for the rest of the series. Wow. He takes his lead from Rain. They very rarely argue. Mm-hmm. Um, but keep in mind, the other novels, as big as these two characters are, like Lan and Moraine, they're secondary characters to the, there's like, they're called Tavern. Um, in the novels, there's only three of them, three boys. And mm-hmm. that's basically, they kind of talk about webs and strings, how everyone is intertwined and all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but tavern are basically nodes to those webs. So everyone is kind of tied to a tavern. And then all of a sudden there's three of them in a village. So there are three boys. So those are your main three characters. And then there's a few more main characters from the village and later on that kind of thing. But literally Moraine is kind of, I I didn't even plan this, but yeah, it's like a Gandalf character, Mm -hmm. uh, a guide kind of thing, giving information every now and then. Mm -hmm. Um, Lan becomes, uh, he's always a, a, a pivotal character too, but, in the grand scheme of things, not so much as the other characters in the novels. Wow. So this is this novel was basically we wanted to get a little bit of storyline of who these two characters are that kind of wander in from the darkness and kind of form the group kind of thing. Like who are they? And mm-hmm. they because you in the other novels you always know they know more than what they're saying kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And they do talk about the prophecy, like Maureen talks about the prophecy later on in the novels and like everything that happens in these novels, you, you kind of know what had already happened. So it wasn't too much of a shock. I think one of the inside jokes was Maureen and Land's first meeting where she was like dunked in the water mm-hmm. kind of thing. So that was kind of like an inside joke in the other books that they never elaborated on. So now you kind of have that. Like you actually got to hear the story kind of thing. But yeah, as important as these two characters are in the Wheel of Time series, they aren't the the true focal points of the novels. Wow, that's crazy. (laughs) I was sitting here thinking as you were talking, I was like, so that would be like if we did the prequel movies, the Star Wars prequel movies on... Who? Like, uh, like Lando, maybe? <laughs> I mean, he ends yeah. up important in, in, yeah. in the Jedi, but up to that point, it's like, yeah, but we've got our main three. Like, um, so. I would say Obi-Wan. Yeah. Because he's a guy, but they're actually doing like the Obi-Wan series. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, he would be closer to Moraine and Lan. 
Yeah. Actually, Obi Wan would be a really good one from the prequel series because you got the see him as a Padawan mm-hmm. kind of thing, and mm-hmm. the similarities are actually pretty striking. So, good job. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, thank you. So, um, anyway, we we in the in the book we come to a head and basically, um, um, Moraine Sedai is her name. Is the Black Aja? Oh, yeah. Yeah. They find out about the Black Aja. She becomes blue, so. Um, No, but that other one, Marine, um, the older one. Yeah, Marine. Marine, yeah. Maybe I said. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's the Black Aja. She ends up, you know, killing several people. Um,. Lan is actually supposed to become, like I said, he's a, he's supposed to become a king. He ends yeah. up at, at at this palace and is basically told by, um, I guess his previous lover that, uh, yeah, I've got plans for you. You're going to marry my daughter, mm-hmm. and and <laughs> Just he's really not having that. Creepy how that happens? Yeah, that was. Yeah, that yeah was I did not. Like, I didn't like her, and I was not sad. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't. Um. And so we, they, both of our characters, both of our in this book, both of our main characters end up kind of running off because they're both running away. She didn't want to become, you know, a, a sitting queen, and he didn't want to marry this young girl to, you know, basically, you know, take up a, a small empire. And that's when, like you said, he she basically spills the beans and and says everything, and he ends up becoming her uh, her warder, uh, which is I'm guessing her. Confident, confidant, protector, uh, protector yeah, all the above. Pretty much. It depends on the relationship between the warder and the Aes Sedai. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of health benefits and physical benefits happen with that bond with the ward. Mm-hmm. Um, you said health benefits. Also, I was like, what, dental? Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah <pretty laughs> Got a good dental plan. Um, yeah, dental plan. But there's also, like, Depending on the Aes Sedai, there's like a compulsion aspect of it, too. They can literally push the warder into doing things. So, like, if you have a, a bad person, it, it might not turn out to be such a great bond, that kind of thing. Like, if the Aes Sedai is a little bit too controlling. But they also have, they know each other's emotions. Mm-hmm. Like, there's like a knot in the back of their head that they always know what the other one is feeling, where they are exactly, that kind of thing. Like it's a very intimate connection. Um, they go on to it later on in the other books and all that. But I don't, one of the things that I don't think they really talked about too much, but at the beginning of the novel, when they're actually having the, the IEL war. Mm-hmm. So what, the, when they're actually battling, do they explain what the war was about? I don't think they do. And no, just no. they came out from um, what was it the the battle? Uh, your waste. Like, yeah, the wait. That's right. Yeah, the yeah, waste. Yeah. Just that they came, and that was that was the, the war actually started because of Moraine's uncle. Uh, the the one like her family all died. The uncles that died out because yeah, the uncle was the king and. There was basically the Aiel way, way back had presented Carrion, which was their their country or city or whatever, with a gift of a tree, a sapling. Mm 
and everything was all good. This thing grew to mammoth proportions or whatever. Well, Maureen's uncle had it cut down to make like a throne or something like that. And that just set the ideal off. Uh, like it was a huge insult and stuff like that. And that's what the war was actually about. It was Maureen's uncle that caused it. Yeah. Do you think briefly she mentions that or something is mentioned really? Well, briefly? she talks about the uncles and her family um, with like how much she loathed them and didn't yeah. want to be anything like them. Her father was the kind of the oddball in the family. Mm-hmm for actually being nice and a bookworm kind of thing. And, but the rest of them were like battle hardened and conquest driven and vain and arrogant and all that. So like they got all wiped out, which is great, <laughs> but left her for succession. So, which is exactly what she didn't want, but yeah, yeah it was, um, I can't remember her uncle's name. It was like Layman or something like that. I don't remember. But, but it was basically Layman's Folly, which started the Aiel War. So, but no. yeah, it was, uh, yeah, I'm surprised they didn't go more into detail about that. But anyway, if you read the other novels, you'll find out all about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I, yeah, I don't remember them specifically saying like, no, now that you're explaining it makes a little more sense as yeah. to what they were saying because they mentioned it but they didn't they just flat out did not say yeah it. because the war was caused because of a and yeah the yeah. IEO basically all of a sudden just pulled out they just they were literally winning and then all of a sudden they just all the IEO like no we're done but they never really explain it but they pulled yeah. out the same day as the prophecy mm-hmm. um, so among the IEO they have women that can channel and use the one power as well. And the same at the same point that the dragon is actually born, a lot of these women realize what had just happened, that the dragon had been reborn. And they say, nope, we're done with this. Something else is much bigger is happening, and they all pull out. Yeah. So that was just, the end of the war. Yeah, because it just stopped, and they didn't explain. They didn't explain. And no, you just don't, that they, had retre- they were retreating. You don't find that out until later on in the books as well okay. um, why they actually pulled out mm-hmm. uh, it was kind of left as a mystery so, okay sorry no no <laughs> no no because no, it, it they didn't explain it and if you know you have to wait like there was lots of stuff in. in this novel like i said this novel was really based for the people that already read the series mm-hmm. and it just gave them a little bit more that they could like oh i've already got this like complete puzzle about well let's add an extra border around it and i figured that's Where, what it was as before. you're reading it you, you're missing the entire puzzle you're just seeing the outside border yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> i want to finish the puzzle because if yeah. i don't then i haven't invested too much <laughs> yeah. well one of the things i wanted to bring up um we talked about how uh and nathan Lowell does this a lot in his books he talks about food but it's not oh yeah <laughs> There's a there's food and he talks about the food, but it never yeah. becomes like over like it's not overly done. Like it's not like, mm-hmm. oh, there's an entire chapter we talked about this meal or whatever, you know. It's not Tolkien like in that in that respect. Yeah. Um I felt that way about the clothing in this book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
And I don't care. <laughs> they kept going on yeah. about what they were wearing. And I'm yeah, just like, having those dress conversations. Oh my God. And there's so many of them. Yes. Or Swan's thing for like being cheap and. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there was a lot. I mean, it, I, you know, you get the. I don't know. It was it was a lot that and um, height seem to be pretty important characteristics for people. Yeah, you brought that up. We were talking about that earlier. You had you had mentioned you're just yeah. like, what is it with everyone? Oh, he was a little, he was a few, you know, a little bit taller. taller. Okay. It's just like, all right, cool. So there's a bunch of tall yeah. people walking around. I, guess. I, I do like the difference between, um, just so you could kind of feel how different Marine and Swan, I'll never get uh, she's Suanne. Um, grew up <laughs> because she felt it was frivolous to be spending all this money, and then Moraine's walking through like she freaking owns the place because that's where she grew up. You mm-hmm. need this kind of dress and this kind of dress and the silks and stuff, and so it just very clearly that they come from different class systems. That one thinks it's impractical to have all these stupid dresses, and then the other one is like, oh no, we need them. Trust me. Yeah, yeah. It would have been all right if they'd maybe done that once yeah they, but they yeah, did that a lot in this yeah. novel and i was like oh my god yeah it, the horse is dead quit yeah. beating it exactly yeah <laughs> we get it <laughs> yeah and that, but the other part that bugged me um it bugs me with any kind of character when when somebody does this to them is that they have this like entitlement thing that only they know about but everybody else is supposed to like yeah too. that pisses me off i don't like that's so when Moraine started doing that. I'm just yes. like, oh no, 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 I don't, I don't like this. I don't yeah, like I don't like it when authors do that to any character. It drives me nuts. I think they're so much, they're so important, more important than anyone. Yes, but, and Ugh. everybody's just supposed to know this, yeah. even though most people couldn't give a shit. But they're like constantly offended. Oh, yeah. how dare they? It's like, well, they didn't know. Like, relax. Yeah. It's fine. You're supposed to be this stoic, sort of benevolent feature, and you're like judging the shit out of people in your head. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, is there anything else uh, y'all want to bring up? Was there any particular scenes that uh, you enjoyed or you didn't enjoy? I mean, we kind of talked about some of the ones we, we didn't enjoy. Like I said, the, mm-hmm. the, the reason I asked you about the cattiness between the characters is because the whole, that whole trip where she just constantly was like, just, what can I do to punish him? Yes. The whole and I'm like, time. Oh yeah. God, you're a bitch. Like, yeah. why would you ever? Cause like I said, I read that. Oh yes. At the end of the book, he becomes bond to her. And, and the whole time I'm listening to this part, I'm just like, why? Yeah, why? Why would you want to stick with this person? Unless it's life or death, why did you want? Why did you pick yeah. her? Yes. So and especially yeah, like Marine comes off so bad. Like how high and mighty she is over mm-hmm. everyone else. Mm-hmm. Like putting putting men in their place and like peasants. Are like oh my god! Yeah. Like you are not the character that I know. Yeah. <laughs> interesting Ugh. yeah i yeah i did um there was one scene i really like um bukama bukama am i saying that wrong butchered yeah, everybody's name i think it's bukama. bukama i think it's bukama i think you got it right i yeah. really liked bukama i could have read 
all the books about Pokemon. And um, I just liked how he was just this. I always liked the old gruff kind of yeah kind of dude that's like because he's been taking care of Lance since he was a baby. He carried him on his back while they were fleeing Malkiri, and um, he's always been by his side. But he's kind of like um, like Lance Compass. He's always that point for mm -hmm. him. He's just been there the whole time, and he like survives everything. He's like the old man that won't die. <laughs> and uh, and I won't say any spoilers, but. I liked Okama, and I and yeah, he was he was a good dude. Oh, and I appreciate the map at the beginning of the book. So there's a map in the book, and I appreciate that because I kept referencing. Oh yeah. I kept referencing it because I'm like, where are they? Because when people travel in in books and stuff like that, I want to know. Yeah, they have that in all the books. I okay, well that's good. It was oh, that's helpful. Good. At yeah, I liked it. At least the hardcovers anyway. But Yeah. Well, I have, a, I have a paperback, and they have it in that. And it was just nice because they mentioned a bunch of, like, where people are from and well, stuff. Well, yeah, but especially the first novel, because the first novel, basically, the whole setting is them traveling. Mm -hmm. So the map is kind of handy. You can see yeah. the progress just, and stuff like that. i just like to see how Robert Jordan yep. geography and mapped it all out and yeah, I I thought it, it's an for somebody who doesn't. So I understand why the prequel would be for people who've already read it. You get a little bit more information. You get a little bit more, like you said, the uh, you understand that uh, private joke between Lan and Moraine. Yeah. Um, but as somebody who hasn't, it's um, if you like high fantasy, that's the other thing. Because this is the reason why Ray didn't read it because he's discovering he doesn't like high fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah, it doesn't. Because uh, we're reading another book and he's just like, oh, when does it start? <laughs> <What's that? laughs> oh, this is boring. Um, but um, yeah, if you if you like world building and just all that kind of stuff, uh, it's an interesting introduction to it, and it does for me at least make me want to know more about about it. Well, this but is it, definitely it a series of stuff. world building because yeah. by the end of it, like you're familiar with like. And that's awesome. Every part of that map and all the different peoples. And then plus they got people coming in from the other side of the ocean kind mm -hmm. of stuff. So, well, then that's so that's exciting. So I would want to I want to read more. Not right now. <laughs> but I got to read first. But gotcha. definitely I'm going to get the first book for sure. Well, I guess that is it for our discussion of uh, uh, New Spring by Robert Jordan. Um, let's go ahead before we jump into what we're reading, let's go ahead and discuss. Um, we decided once again, we're going to do another, uh, random vote and, or I guess random poll, a random assignment, I guess, really of, um, books that we're picking. So we have come up with our list. Our book for April was actually, uh, Chris, uh, you, you got back to back picks yeah, okay. and, um, her pick was Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone by JK Rowling. Now, number yes. one, mm -hmm. uh, kind of surprised we haven't already covered Harry Potter. Yes. On, I was this, surprised too. You know, being epically, you know, an epically geeky show. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, of course I, I, jokingly I, I, I like threw a tantrum and i'm just like really like sean's talking about bringing us along for this nine book series and you had to outdo him and yeah um and then i thought about it and i was like no had she picked the wheel of time series that would have been really 
<laughs> really outdoing it. So. Yeah, that would have been a bit much. But it's more just like if you I, – I did it for Jen because she hasn't read Harry Potter or seen any of the Harry Potter movies. Which is and, so crazy oh, to Which me. is weird to me. So I was like, I'm going to do it, and hopefully she reads it. Because it's also um, – the first two books are really short. So I think the audio book's only like seven or eight hours. It's not very They're long. like eight, I think. Yeah. I downloaded the first one today just to – I debated on it or not because I've got the book. I've yeah. read it. I've seen the movies like a billion times. I'm like, do I really want to listen to this again? I could probably just wing it, but I'm like, yeah. oh, no. I, I'm gonna yeah. It depends yeah, on the reader. So uh, that's the other thing is y'all get a different reader than I do, and y'all's readers, I think, much better. My, the one that the one for the U.S. versions is not bad. Jim Dale reads the North American one, which is what we get. And I uh, let me check. I don't think it was. Jim. And then Stephen Fry narrates the UK version. But oh, we man. get the North American version. So that's I didn't Stephen even, Fry would have been awesome. Yeah. I didn't even check that because I'm on. I use Audible.com, not .ca. I don't think there's a difference. I think the North American audiobook was Jim Dale, and then the UK book was Stephen Fry. Let's see. This is by Jim Dale. Yeah. Is that good? Okay. So. Yeah. No, Jim Dale's he does a great job. He's got an excellent, excellent um, tone to his voice. I might uh, I might actually speed this one up a little bit. See, I hate doing that, but I've already I know every story, so I might as well zip through it a little faster. (laughs) Yeah, you can do it a little faster. Yeah. (laughs) Um. So that's April's book. May's book was uh, Jen's pick. And it is um, oh, Where the Deer and the Antelope Play by Nick Offerman. Uh, so that ought to be interesting. That'll be a good one. Yeah, yeah I've, I've read a couple of his books. Um, my book, I was next for June, and I picked Infinite by Jeremy Robinson. <laughs> Have you read this, Sean? I've read most of the Jeremy Robert, Robinson ones. Which one is this one about again? This, was the one, this is the one where uh, the guy wakes up on the ship. Or is wakes up on the ship, isn't immediately killed, comes back to life. Yeah, I think I. I don't want to give too much away. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so. I like Robinson though. He's his. This stuff was. I I don't know if you're going to I don't know if you're going to enjoy this, uh, Chris. You I, I, yeah. I think it's kind of brutal at the first part, but once you get past that. I'm really interested. I was interested. I didn't know if you had read it or not, Sean, but I really want to hear Ray's take on this because this book is, this book is a roller coaster. It, 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 it sets up this world and then stuff starts happening and you're just like, what am I listening to? This is batshit crazy. And then it kind of gets normal again. You're like, okay, so maybe that was just a thing. Oh no, here we go again. And it's just like it was a roller coaster, just up okay. and down. And like it was. At one point, I was like, I don't know if I enjoy this or not, but oh. I can't stop listening to it. <laughs> I have to find out what happens. It's a um, so yeah, I ripped through it, and then I immediately started doing the the infinite too. So because uh, I was like, well, I have to find out what the hell happens in this. Um, but yeah, I'm really interested to see what Ray's take is on this, and uh, I'd be really interested to get Sean's take. I don't want to mention anything else because I don't want to give anything away. Uh, if Sean's read it, he'll remember it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure because wow. Um, anyway, so uh, June's book is Infinite by uh, Jeremy Robinson. Uh, July's book 
is uh, Sean's pick, and he went with Half Share by Nathan Lowell, who... So this is going to be the sequel to Quarter Share, which we reviewed that last month. Yeah, it was last, it was last month. month. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then finally, um, August book is Ray's pick, and he picked another Nathan Lowell book called uh, Ravenwood. And I did not even know this one existed. Yeah, I wasn't. I didn't know this one either. No, I so think it popped up on his recommended or something. All right. Well, then we will definitely give that one a shot in August. So we need to interview Nathan Lowell. I think at this point we. Yeah, it's getting there. Yeah, yeah, I think we think should. we'll need to need to see if we can get the man on. So. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, let's on move move on to what else we've been reading. Uh, would anyone like to go first? I'll go first. All right. What else have you been reading, uh, Chris? Um. So I just finished, uh, The Night Circus by Aaron Morgenstern. Mm-hmm. Um, I listened to it. It was also narrated by Jim Dale, so it was a little weird. Okay. <laughs> I had a, had a hard time. <laughs> Voice recycling again? Yeah, it was a little yeah. weird. And Jim Dale swears in this one, which I, I was like, no, he doesn't. Dumbledore doesn't. <laughs> I didn't. It was hard uh, to get over that. But it's it was fine. It was fine. It was okay. I think if I had actually like read it, read it, it I would have liked it more. But it was fine. It was an interesting take on magic. But um, okay. And then I'm reading a book called it's a nonfiction called Wow No Thank You by Samantha Irby and it's a collection of just essays. She's a 40 I think she's 41 now 41 year old woman. She lives in um, I think it's New York or Los Angeles I can't remember but it's you know she's got a chronic illness she's you know a lesbian she's you know she's a black woman and just kind of her view on the world and she's got great taste in music. She talks about that, too. Um, and then I'm also I just started. So I'm interested to see if you guys have heard of this. We got recommended this book by um, there's a secondhand book in uh, in town. And she's like a huge high fantasy nerd. Um, it is called uh, The Name of the Wild, The Name of the Wind by Patrick uh, Rothfuss. I've heard of it. I've never read it, but I've heard a lot okay. of people mention. So it. she was like, come back when you've read that. And then we're going to talk. So it's <laughs> 27 almost 28 hours long <laughs> so this was the one that we just started we're only like an hour and a half in and ray's just like no no i can't, I can't do it. <laughs> i've heard I, really good I, things I, about it so i i want to i want to continue with it so i'm going to be reading this one by myself um but yeah so that's what i'm reading nice uh sean you reading anything else um so I think last time we talked, I had started uh, Homeland uh, for the Dark Elf trilogy. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is one of the books that I read when I was a kid. Uh, so I just finished the second book, which was Exile, and I started Sojourn, which is the third book. Um, but like this is from the Icewind Dale trilogy by uh, R.A. Salvatore. Now, I could have got I could have picked that series because I think he's up to like book 36 or 37 and that, but I decided against it. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, it, and it's just it's action fantasy kind of thing with dark elves and mm-hmm. uh, this particular one he's he's left his the underground and is just ventured onto the surface trying to find his place, but he didn't speak any language up above and his race is like known to be brutal so anyone that sees him wants to kill him kind of thing so it's it's just it's a nostalgic book for me because it just takes me back to like high school kind of thing reading this stuff so 
I'm really enjoying it, but uh, I'll get through them fairly quick. I, I'll probably start Harry Potter again shortly and just kind of buzz through it. And some of the other picks, we'll see. I got some Star Trek novels I've been trying to get through as well, but uh, it's kind of... I usually read, read at work during my lunches, but I just haven't had time. So mm-hmm. I've had a, the same unopened book in my lunch bag for like four weeks now. I haven't even cracked it open. So <laughs> it's not going that great. <laughs> gotcha. Um, the only thing, like I said, I'm halfway through infinite two. I went through infinite one really quickly. Um, but I had a lot of time because I ended up doing uh half share, full share, <laughs> the rest of that next trilogy, and then the the trilogy after that. Like wow. I just went ahead and ripped through all of them. Uh because it's what do you call it? Whale song, uh Chris? Yeah, whale song. It, it's it's just relaxing. Like I can <laughs> yeah. I can just listen to the man read and I can follow Ishmael through the you know to the stars and I can do whatever mindless work it is I've got to get done. So, uh, so yeah, I, I, that's primarily what I did. Um, like I said, when I finished infinite two, I think I've got an, a, a credit or two backed up or I may have, I don't know. Anyway, um, Ray had recommended something for me to, to listen to or, or maybe it was, I don't know. I have to go back to my, to my DM. Someone had mentioned something, um, no, I think it was Sean. I think I think you had mentioned something that I was going to look into, and like I said, this just popped yeah. up on my recommended, and I was like, "Well, it's not that long. It's space. <laughs> I'll give it a shot." And then, like I said, it was like a, being on a freaking roller coaster. <laughs> roller coaster. So, to the point, I had to back up a couple of times and make sure I heard what I heard. <laughs> I'm just like, "What?" So anyway. <laughs> Uh, well, that is our show for the month, ladies and gentlemen. If you would, please give us a five-star rating on iTunes, Google, Stitcher, wherever it is you listen to the show. Uh, you can find us at epicallygeeky.com, where you can find the rest of the shows we do, including the uh, Epically Geeky Show, Sustainably Geeky, and Creatively Geeky. Uh, you can also find uh, the site on all the socials at Epically Geeky. Where can we find you online, Chris? Um, all the shows that you would mentioned, and on Instagram at Victorian Botanical. Sean? Screwing with Wikipedia, uh, Epically Geeky, and your favorite broken toy on Instagram. And as always, you can follow my individual wacky adventure online at Optimachine on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. For everyone on the site, have a good night. has been a presentation of the Epically Geeky Network. 